welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I know we've had a long, long hiatus. We had to reschedule some shit around, but we're finally back now. Unfortunately, this will be the only podcast of November. We will have, we'll try to have at least two more podcasts by before the end of the year. But we're back. I am your host, Luis Martinez, and with me. As always, Marissa Cromwell. Hey, Marissa, what's up? Hello. Our uh, lovely studio audience is always happy to see us. And they're especially happy because we're seemingly getting a new president. I'm happy about it. Yeah, but you know who's not who's not happy about it? The Trump supporters are not happy about it. And more importantly, Trump. Trump is what? not happy about it. Well, who cares about his opinion? Well, apparently a lot of people because he's planning to he's trying to circumvent our democracy and try to remain in power for four more years. <laughs> He's not going to win. There's too much crap on him as is already. Well, what's funny is that every time they, the Trump administration has tried going to court to claim voter fraud, almost all those cases have been turned... Like, like turned out they didn't have any evidence. Yeah. They're trying to um, throw everything up in the air and see what sticks. Yeah. Pretty much. And it's... Everyone is saying... Everyone... Everyone is saying, you know, that he was making the, uh, you know, you know, making the United States great and everything. No, he wasn't. What the fuck did he do? Look where we're at. We're in fucking lockdown because he didn't take the pandemic very seriously. And what's funny is that uh, he he didn't want Biden to take credit for the uh, two vaccines that's coming out. But okay, but here's my thing. It's not like he created those vaccines. Yeah, I know. Scientists and doctors created those vaccines. Who gives yeah. a shit who was president when the vaccine came out? And again, it's his own fault because he largely downplayed and ignored the virus. This isn't Don't forget he even fired a bunch of people. Oh, what's Oh, you know what's even funny is that he fired the uh, the director for cybersecurity when when they were when he said that our the the you know this past election that just came out was the most secure election in US history going against Trump's narrative that it was super corrupt and everything. How was it corrupt? I, I even have family members I'm not gonna say names or how they related to me. Family members are saying, you know, oh the election was rigged because they're a big Trump supporter. I'm here going do you have proof? Well, my friend had like three, you know, had like three ballots. That's it. N well, that, well, that's, well not, that's not nothing new. Well, here's the thing. Like, again, like, where's the, um... Where's the evidence? Yeah, like, where is... There is no evidence. Exactly. Notice how I didn't vote this year. 
Yeah. You know why I didn't vote? Because I'm here going... Because at the time, I'm here like going, well, there'd be no point because if Trump was going to fucking win again, there'd be no point to voting. Yeah, but you know what? He did not win, even though he's yeah, trying sure desperately. Pretty. Like I said, like, like the, what was it? Like, apparently he's planning last-ditch effort. He's planning to to uh, burrow his, his way into the White House, like, barricade himself into the White House. That's not going to fucking happen. And he thinks that somehow or another, if we can't get rid of him in the White House... We're just going to let him be president. That's what he's thinking. That's not how that works. And it's like, okay, let's pretend for one moment that we can't get him out of the White House. His fat ass cannot get through the door. People are saying that his wife didn't vote for him. Okay. Because she wanted to do the voting alone by herself away from him. Right. So there's indications going... Are going, you know, that she voted him out of the, the White House as well. I don't like that's true. She's even getting fucking tired of his shit. No, what's so, you know, I, I, and I even mentioned this before. I don't know why the hell he wants to be president still. He's never happy. He's not, he's not, he, he, he does he ever look happy? No. He always looks miserable. Because like, he probably, you know why he, he he looks so miserable because the fact he can't do what he says he was going to do to America. Because here's the thing, it would have to be passed passed by by a bunch of other people higher up than he is. Yeah, who knew that that being president of the United States doesn't automatically make you a king? Yeah, I think that's something. Let's see, I'm trying to remember who 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 meant who said that. That being president is not like a king. Oh yeah, Washington. Yeah. Even George Washington knew. Our founding fathers were like, no, that's not that's not how that shit works. Yep. They purposely made it that way. So jackasses like him, you know, couldn't have all, you know, couldn't do whatever they wanted. They foresaw this. And not only that, but they're like, again, they're they're trying to throw out. Like Trump and his lawyers are trying to throw up wild conspiracy theories to the point that they're even stating that dead people have come back from the grave and only to vote. That okay, motherfucker. If zombies uh, were real, they would probably they be would... be eating brains, not voting. Technically, zombies don't eat brains; they eat rest of the organs. It's so stupid. Like uh, Rudy Giuliani, the the uh, lawyer, per- Trump's personal lawyer, has said has made some wild conspiracy theories. Even that uh, that Hugo Ch- uh, Chavez, the president of of, Venez- of Venezuela, is in on this conspiracy theory to steal the election. The only problem with that theory. It's the fact that Hugo Chavez has been dead as fuck for seven years. Yeah. So, so the idea that Hugo Chavez, from beyond the grave, <laughs> is meddling in our elections. 
Because that's a thing. Because that's a thing is laughable. You know, Rudy Giuliani is so incompetent that when that when he tried to do a press conference, I guess look, they wanted to do it at the Four Seasons Hotel, but instead oh, they Oh god, I saw that. But instead they booked the Four Seasons landscaping company by accident and you know it's by accident because that landscaping business is was next door to a dildo shop and a crematorium i know i saw that because i watch a podcast i watch a podcast called what the fuck is wrong with you and that even popped up and i'm like who the fuck is a dumbass that scares you for this shit now we know. Well, I mean, this is also the same dumbass who uh, got tricked by Borat to jerk himself off on on TV um, on a movie. Yeah, that is true. So let's. But it's so stupid, and like I said, everyone is trying to lie for Trump. Like the press secretary of the United States uh, yesterday. Uh, I think I think her name is uh, Kelly McEnany. Okay, she tried to say that that when Trump was president, she that tr- there there was no pe- there was no uh, peaceful transition of power. That's what she says, right? right? Now let us only hope. Let's hope. That somehow or another, there's not, there's not like video evidence from Trump's inauguration stating that thanking the Trump, thanking Obamas for the peaceful transition to power. Oh wait, guess what? There was. They're lying so badly; it, it hurts. It does hurt. I have seen liars come up with better shit than that. To Donald Trump and his supporters. Just when I think you've said the stupidest thing ever, you keep talking. Hooray, it's not me for once. <laughs> Again, kids, don't read everything you see on the internet. No. Yeah, man. No, I here, that dang old internet, man. You just go on there and point and click, get in there and talk about www.wcom. Me, you got them naked chicks on there, man. You go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. No, no, even better. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Come on, you gotta admit, people, these people have to be on something. They can't be normal thinking. <clears throat> this is thinking as if you took some hardcore LSD or shrooms. You know what? You know what? Have our shrooms. Not, not only that, but this is like the worst conspiracy theory ever. The this idea that the Democrats are trying to steal the election. Okay, number one. As much as I'm glad that Biden won, he, Biden didn't win by a lot. No, he didn't. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but you know Biden has won the exact same electoral college votes that Trump won years ago? Yeah. 
so again, he didn't win by a lot. Number one, number two, if the Democrats were trying to steal the election, then wouldn't they have also helped the other Democrats, the congressmen and the senators get elected as well? We lost seats. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I've noticed. Like we lost seats. That's not Yeah. That that's like that's like all your friends uh cheating to make sure that you got an A on the math test, but the rest of them got Fs in the process. Like, what the fuck, you guys? We couldn't have st- stolen better? I wish I had friends like that. Shit. It's so dumb. But anyway, like I said, I wanted to do this podcast... Before uh, before Thanksgiving, we were trying to do two episodes, but we had to condense net, condense it to a single episode. So, like I said, this it's be... all your fault. I know, I know. He finally admitted something. Do you admit that I'm right then on everything? Not everything. But you admit that I'm right though. Hmm. But yeah, like I said, I just wanted to do this <laughs> before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, because we're going to be busy. Yeah, we're not going to be doing the podcast. We're going to be too busy celebrating it. Hey, I do your people worked. even celebrate Thanksgiving? We did. Once. <laughs> you know that's how they look at us now. You <laughs> know. know that. But anyway, so our two topics f- for this episode, we're, we're going to be talking about Batman Beyond and uh, Seishu Sentai Ginga Man. But first, before that, how about some belated news? And our first bit of news is some Marvel news. Uh, we might get our first look at Spider-Man 3 uh, by the end of the year. Yay! You know what? They even started filming again. That's good. So, yeah, we'll definitely be seeing uh, that at some point in the near future. Uh, let's see... Some other uh, MCU news is that apparently the Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be bringing back some very early MCU characters. How early are we talking about? They're saying as far back. uh, Yeah, those from like the early movies. Are we going to be seeing anyone from Fantastic Four? No, 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 no. They're probably... No, they're saying mostly, like, things from, like, Phase 1 of the MCU. Oh, God. 
So we're so we're probably not gonna be seeing Marvel's first family anytime soon. Which is bullshit in my opinion. I know, but what you gonna say? We we riot. You always wanna riot. That's how I usually get my point across. And in other news, Oscar Isaac is in talks to play uh, Moon Knight, according to Variety. I think you do good as you know as Moon Knight, even though I know you never you never read the comics of Moon Knight. No, yeah, he's the one comic book character that I'm not too familiar with. Even though he's I supposed had a to be few of his comics. Yeah, even though he's supposed to be Marvel's equivalent to Batman. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be a wealthy playboy who uses his resources to fight crime. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, we'll see how that happens. And apparently Moon Knight may have even found its Disney Plus director in Egyptian yes! filmmaker. Mohammed Diab. Oh, nice. I'm just happy you're going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah. Another reason why to get Disney Plus. Then to keep it. Oh, yeah, no, that's um, that's for sure. Uh, let's see some other Marvel news. Before I switch over to full-on Disney. Because we do have some Disney news. Well, Disney slash Star Wars news. Um, okay, so we're finally getting a premiere date for uh, WandaVision. When is that coming out? I've been seeing shit on it. I'm here going, when is, when is WandaVision coming out? WandaVision will premiere on January 15th. 2021 on Disney Plus. Okay, I'm excited, but not too, but not too far from now. Yeah, which probably mean, which means that 2020 is the first year without an MCU related release since 2009. Well, yeah, look where all the shit that happened. Yes, yes, we know COVID, but hey, at least we got it. I'm still blaming the president. I know we are. And it's been confirmed that James Gunn has uh, has written the script for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Nice. So at least some progress is happening. Uh, let's see. Oh, another MCU news is that Chris Pratt, who plays Peter, Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord will be making a, an appearance in Marvel's Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. Yeah, I kind of want to see both him and Thor just be arguing the whole time throughout the whole movie. I know. And Marvel Studios executive producer has confirmed that Disney will not be using a digital double for... Uh, for the late actor Chadwick Boseman in the Black Panther sequel. All right. Which is good because that would have been in poor taste, I thought. I, I would think. Yeah. If uh, if they had used a digital double to bring back um, Chadwick Boseman after he has, 
after he died earlier in the year from colon cancer. So at least that's good. But I also heard that they were planning on making his sister Zuri a more prominent role. Yeah. Maybe perhaps maybe making her the new Black Panther. Who knows? So far, uh, we now know, according to the Hollywood Reporter, that Black Panther 2 will begin filming in Atlanta on July 2021. And uh, we now have also reports, there have also been reports that Mexican actor Tanek Huerta, from who's more well known for uh, Narcos Mexico, yeah. Has been cast as one of the sequel's unspecified villains. So that should be interesting to watch. And Deadpool 3 is in development. About damn time. Yeah, so according to Deadline, uh, Deadpool 3 is in the works with, with uh, two Bob's Burgers writers currently working on the screenplay. Oh, God. What? Bob's Burger. Oh, God. Hey, Bob's Burgers is pretty good. I never saw it, in all honesty. You, know, you should watch it. It's on Hulu. <sighs> is it going to be worth for me to watch it, though? It's a question. And depends on you. That's more or less on you. So, moving on to some uh, Star Wars news. Okay, so it looks like okay. You know, I mean, have you? I haven't played the game yet, so I don't know too much about it. Which game? Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. But it looks like the main protagonist f- for that game, Cal Kestis. Yeah. His lightsaber is coming to Galaxy's Edge. Oh, nice. So that would be the next lightsaber that would be made available. At uh, Let's see. Cal's lightsaber won with 40.79% 40 40. of the votes. Beating out Qui-Gon Jinn's, Anakin Skywalker's, Lord Korvac's. Kanan Jarrus and Ezra Bridger's lightsabers. And it'll be available later next year. Well, I mean, it's going to have to be later next year. It's not like Disney is, is planning on opening up their... Well, at least Disney in California is not reopening anytime soon. They're actually at war with our with uh, California Governor Newsom. Well, yeah, because Disneyland is losing money. Disneyland is losing a fuck ton of money. Yeah. And when I mean a fuck ton of money, I mean a Well, yeah, look how long they've been closed. Yeah, think about all that money. I guess the Disney store is not, you know, making all the money for them. I guess not. But speaking of Star Wars news, uh, well... We may not be able to see Obi-Wan Kenobi in the 
on the Mandalorian TV show. Ewan McGregor did surprise the people on the set by walking through it in his full Kenobi outfit. Oh. Again, I just want him to announce the Kenobi TV series already. I know. Like, come on, you guys. You know you want to. Uh, let's see. Ah, okay. So the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special has come out already. I haven't watched it yet. I kind of want to watch it. If only we now we now know that both the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda will be making their appearance on the show. Yeah. So I kind of want them to to be doing their shenanigans. Which should be funny. I know. But when people are shocked that Baby Yoda ate a bunch of eggs, it's like, uh, yeah. He's a baby. He doesn't. Babies know. eat everything. He doesn't know what he's doing. And let alone they have stated that Yoda species are meat eaters. Yeah. So. Don't blame the baby for babying. Which I still found adorable in Mandalorian. I know, right? Moving on, so it was report it was revealed by George Lucas that Darth Maul would have been one of the main villains for the Star Wars tr- sequel trilogy had his continuation of the story ever made it to the big screen. Yeah, he could have been because the only thing that he the only thing that happened was he got his legs cut off. But they replaced his legs with mechanical legs as we saw in uh what was it, Rogue One? That he was actually in and then they also meant then they also got him in the Clone Wars as well too. Like it would have been him along with his apprentice, Darth Talon. I know I like Darth Maul too. Like here's my my favorite Star Wars villain. You know what? I will say this: he was kind of a badass. Even if he did die, like a bitch, he was kind of a badass. Did he die? Well, remember in the first movie, yeah, he did die, but then he came back, had mechanical legs, uh, took Apparently, over Man. That not dying if you come so, back with mechanical legs. He took over Mandalore. Then he became the head of a crime syndicate, and then he got, and then he was officially killed by Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Wars Rebels. Uh, I never saw Rebels, so I haven't seen any other Star Wars well, uh, animated stuff. Well, I have seen, uh, yeah, I have seen Clone Wars and Rebels. I, oh, okay. I barely finished watching them. So, moving on, and as. According to Variety, a Darkwing Duck reboot is in early development and will be heading to I Disney+. I saw that. If, I have faith in a lot of the reboots animated stuff because it does do them justice along with... The, I, I know you ha, you probably have not seen the Animaniacs reboot not that y- they have on Hulu. Yeah, not yet. Honestly, it's really good. I did, I did like the reboot of DuckTales. I love that one a lot. And those are the only reboots I can possibly think of. But yeah, honestly, I love how they're done. Dog, 
Dark Re- Duck reboot. I can't wait for. Yeah, like I said, we'll see. Because it does bring back your childhood. And that was one of the series I grew up with. Right. Well, well, here's the thing. Because um, it does kind of look as though uh, coronavirus isn't going to be going away anytime soon, even with the announcement that we're going to get two vaccines. Yeah. So Which this- I am going to get. I don't know about you. Well, let's say, like I said, we'll see what happens. It's like I said, we're probably going to be getting those vaccines to the general public, maybe mid to late twenty twenty one. I would think. Yeah. Like they're going to give it to everyone else that desperately needed first. Yeah. Before putting it on sale to the general public. Yeah. Hey, you do realize just because we get a vaccine. There's still going to be people fucking it up because we do have those anti-vaxxers. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We can't forget about those special cases. Fucking idiots. I mean, they don't have vaccines their kids. And, well, remember, what what was it that, that got broken out in Disneyland? Because no one vaccined their kids and they all caught it and Disneyland had to be shut I forgot fucking what disease it was. Uh, measles? Yeah, it was the measles, yeah. I, w- I was going to say, was it the measles? Sounds like the measles. Yeah, yeah, with the measles because no one fucking vaccines their kids. Uh, the vaccine causes this for kids. No one fucking doesn't. I got vaccinated and I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, there's no evidence to their to their bullshit, but just remember, just because we have a vaccine out there doesn't mean it's completely over because we got those anti-vaxxers. Fucking dumbasses. Yeah, they're a special breed of stupid. They're the ones that believe that the Earth is flat. And you fucking know it. I know, I know. But because of that, uh, Disney is considering pushing some of their big upcoming movies to Disney Plus. Yeah. So Disney is considering Disney Plus premieres for Cruella. Peter I can't P- wait to see that one. I know I say that I fucking hated the Maleficent movie. The sec- Okay, here's the thing. I hated the first Maleficent movie. Right. I fucking hated that one. Second one, I actually liked a lot more. If anything, the second movie is better than the first film. Which on rare occasions. Cruella, I cannot wait for that one. So, yeah, we it- might... Yeah, it's, so it's Cruella. Yeah. Peter Pan. Peter Pan and Wendy. Another live-action Peter Pan movie? Yep, and Pinocchio. Another live-action one? Yep. We had a we had a live-action one back in the 90s or early 2000s. I can't remember. Oh, God. Oh, no, know about those. I, I like the villains more because, you know, I'm a big Disney villain fan. That's just me. Yeah, so, so according to Disney... It isn't clear at the moment whether the films will be offered free to Disney Plus subscribers, as was done with the uh, Pet Doctor-directed Pixar films, so over a premium charge, as was done with Mulan. So we'll see what happens. So Cruella is directed by Greg Gillespie and starring Emma Stone as the 
pre-101 Dalmatians version of the dog napping villainess. I think she'll do good. Pinocchio will be directed by Robert Zemeckis and stars Tom Hanks as Geppetto. And uh, Peter Pan and, and Wendy will be directed by David Lowry and stars Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell. So like I said, we'll see what happens in the near future with uh, Disney. So, let's move on to some uh, DC news. So, Green Lantern will be coming up in, to HBO Max. And they've actually listed... The movie? Oh, no, a TV series. Oh, okay. So, with over 7,000 Green Lanterns protecting the world... It's hard to see who's going to be who's going to be in it, right? Yeah. Like, who do you want to see in the uh, on it, though? I I honestly don't know. I don't know my group. Mm. Oh, I got Dante's attention. HBO Max is coming out with a Green Lantern series. I don't know my Green Lanterns. <laughs> I don't know where the lanterns are focusing on. What would you like to see, though? John Stewart. Oh, John Stewart is a fan favorite. But that's the thing. It's like between him, Hal Jordan, or Kyle Rayner. Like yeah. who? Like who would be a good Green Lantern to to focus on? I don't know for sure. To focus on? Oh, you know what? Pause that for a minute. I forgot to mention this Disney Plus news. What Disney Plus news? Disney Plus is moving forward with its Willow sequel series and will both star Warwick Davis and original director Ron Howard are set to return. I know, I saw that. You probably don't even know who Warwick Davis is. Well, yeah, I know who Warwick Davis is. Okay, finally, which character did he play as? Well, I don't know. I've never seen the Willow, but he was in Harry Potter. He was in Harry Potter and Star Wars. And Star Wars. Like, yeah, I can't forget about that. And uh, Leprechaun as well, too. Oh, yes, he was the Leprechaun. Yeah. I can't wait. Like, oh, my God. I know you never saw the original I never seen movie. the original one. I can't tell you. Yeah. You need to watch it. That's all I have to say. It's one of those 80s children films. You know, the ones that would traumatize you for life. It's one of those. Yeah, the ones you love. Which, which I know the only ones that you saw was Labyrinth. Which is not very traumatizing if you think about it. Still kind of fucked up. Oh, come on. You tell me that you wouldn't want to. If you were a baby, you wouldn't want what? Want David Bowie to kidnap you? No! What the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, fine then. Fine then. I, I want to be Sarah, 15 years old, who oh barely discovered Oh my god. Oh my. Okay. Okay, growing up watching Labyrinth, you either. This is how you knew it became a straight or gay or lesbian. Sarah or Bowie? 
I found out that oh I my like god, men. who the hell cares? Dante found out he was straight when he saw Sarah Michelle Gil uh no, uh Jennifer Colony, whatever the fuck her name is. I'm thinking Buffy. Yeah, for whatever reason you are thinking Buffy. I don't know. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, but okay, so back to our DC news. Jared Leto will play Joker again in Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, I like that Joker though. Yeah, well, he's gonna be playing the Joker again. How many? And watch how many people are gonna turn off? You know that Pacific Justice League. Who knows? Jared coming back to play Joker for the Justice League. Not only is he coming to coming back, but but uh, Joe Magdalena is coming back as Deathstroke. Remember, he was in Deathstroke for like for the last two minutes of. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Justice. It, it, yeah, it was actually Justice League. Yeah, the, the, that end sequel credits when he meets up with Lex yeah. Luthor. So he's coming back as Deathstroke in the HBO Max series. Oh, guess what's guess what's getting an HBO Max reboot? What? Tiny Toons. I'm honestly not surprised because Animaniacs, from what I already saw, people are already like the first 13 episodes, so it doesn't surprise me that Tiny Toons is getting a reboot. Man, I love Tiny Toons back when they were little. Now you get to rewatch them again as adults and be like, like, oh god, I'm old. I know, right? So the CW has done some premieres for their shows. So it looks like uh, Batwoman will be the first Arrowverse series to make its return with season two premiering on Sunday, January 17. With uh, Black Lightning, season four would debut on Monday. Unfortunately, season four would be the last season for Black Lightning as that show has been canceled. The Flash season seven and Superman and Lois season one will follow on Tuesday, February 23rd. No word yet as to whether Supergirl Season 6 or DC's Legends of Tomorrow Season 6 will be coming out. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. And uh, despite there being a new coronavirus UK lockdown, it has not halted filming of The Batman. Alright. So seemingly in the UK, The Batman is continuing um, to be produced. So we'll see what happens uh, with that movie. And uh, let's see. Sex Snyder has already made plans for a Justice League two. As a follow-up to his HBO Max miniseries. Do you want to see season two? And like a, like a, like a Justice League 2? I'm not really into the Justice League films because the first one was done very poorly and badly. But what if Zack Snyder's was better? 
Then maybe. Like, like we might actually get to see Dark Side. If so, then okay, then. I would be perfectly fine with that. Oh, here's some Suicide Squad news. Sylvester Stallone has joined the Suicide Squad. I know, I saw that. I'm here, like, going, I don't know, like, here's the thing, cool, he's in there, but what character could he play as? I don't know. I mean, I know Sylvester Stallone has has had Sylvester a working... Stallone and Suicide Squad, too. Stallone has had a working relationship with James Gunn ever since the two work on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, I know, but I'm here going, who can he play as? Who knows? Yeah, that could be any number of characters. Who knows? So we'll see what happens. And one of the more bigger news that came out was that we're getting a Wonder Girl TV series in the works at CW. Oh, okay. So I'm not too sure what who Wonder Woman, Wonder who uh, Wonder Girl is. Like, is she supposed to be? Uh, I mean, I think she is related to Wonder Woman. I, I'm not familiar with with her. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, like I'm not too familiar with her. As well. I only know Wonder Woman. I don't know who Wonder Girl is. Yeah. Dante is looking at us like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Okay, Dante, who is Wonder Girl? That said, you're the expert when it comes to the fucking DC universe. Which oh, I'm here. Okay, okay. CW is developing a new show. Developing a show based on the newly announced Wonder Woman from DC's Future State comic event, Yara Floor. So Yara Floor is the new Wonder Woman in the upcoming Future Slate series. Floor is an Amazonian warrior and Brazilian river god who takes up the mantle of Wonder Girl. Diana is still around in the future as immortal Wonder Woman in a separate comic series. So there you go. We're getting our first Latina superhero. Does that make you happy? It kind of does. So she's a Latina superhero? Yes. Uh, anyway, so Zack Snyder has revealed that he initially thought that his cut of Justice League will be released as two movies. So he has enough film to make two separate movies. Yeah. Good lord. Anyway, after a six-month wait, uh, HBO Max is headed to Amazon Fire TV devices. Which would be great if I didn't already downloaded something to to put HBO Max on my Fire Stick already. And my Fire Tablet. Shh. Amazon doesn't know I have it. I'm pretty sure they do. I know, I don't care. <laughs> they just don't care. <laughs> Amazon fucking doesn't care. So one of the bigger news that came out this week is that Wonder Woman 1984 will be released will be released on in theaters and HBO Max on Christmas Day. But I think it's only going to be on HBO Max. Uh for one month and will presumably return to HBO Max later 
in 2021 after the home video release window. Which means, should we review the movie when it comes out on HBO Max? Or should we wait until the Blu-ray release? It's whatever you, you want to do. I I'm only here just to make you feel good. That's so sad. <laughs> That's like the saddest thing you ever said to That's me. The I ever said. Dodge looking over going, going, did I just say something perverted? No, wrong podcast. No, my whole thing is, is to make sure that you're happy. Oh my God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm only here because the fact you pay me with, you know, with your love. And among other things. Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway. What do you want me to say? I do this only as a hobby. It's not a job for me. I know it's not. Technically, if anything, you're the boss. I'm just your employee that just does whatever you ask me to. Yeah, but you also have carte blanche to say whatever you want to say and bring up subjects you want to bring up. Well, yeah, that's only on, on, you know, only at a given time. Other when it comes to reviewing things, if we're going to be reviewing them together, I don't care. If you want to wait for the Blu-ray to come out, cool. I think you, you know what can... uh, you know what I think since people are starved for content, I think we'll just go ahead and do it when, when HBO releases it. Pretty much. Okay, yeah. Wait, wait, we have starving people. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> The only catch, though, is that apparently you would not be able to watch uh, Wonder Woman 1984 uh, in 4K. I care why. I don't even have a 4K TV. I know. It's only for those that do have 4K. Well. So we'll see what happens. Moving on. So it was announced that... Fast and the Furious 11 would be the final film in the saga. Okay. Yeah, they're planning on... So... Yeah, so... I'm gonna cry. So we're waiting on three Fast and the Furious movies to come out. Don't cry now. Good Don't lord. Cry. <laughs> Moving Don't on. Don't cry. <laughs> I told you, it's a series that never dies. And knowing you, you're just going to keep on watching them and putting money into them just so the, just so the movie franchise does not die. That's the only reason why they're making more movies, because people like you can give them the money to. That is true. I'm not going to say anything about it. That's how it works. So, moving on. So... Hasbro has announced that we're going to be getting some new Power Ranger movies and TV series. I know, I saw that. And I'm, I'm like over here dying, but then I saw that there's going that the reboot might be like an old girl power Power Ranger thing, and I'm here going. I hope not. I hope not. I, I hope not. I, I died a little bit. I died a little bit inside after reading that. I'm like going, God, I hope not. The female Ghostbusters movie was a fucking disaster. Let's not ever see that movie again. 
I have no idea why you bought it in the first place. I did not buy it. It was given to me for free. I had no choice. <laughs> you have no... God, you make it sound like Voodoo just like stuck a gun up to your head and told you, here, you're taking this. They just gave it to me. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Along with Jason Bourne and those other movies. Oh, God. That... Oh, but, God. That movie was fucking terrible. It they was terrible. Chris, they made Chris Hansworth like the most stupidest character. His character was like the most stupidest one, but the reason that they kept it was because of the fact he was attractive. So it's like that. So it's like, in retrospective, it's like having that stupid, attractive blonde chick. Yeah, but you know who, um, who actually did like that movie? I don't know who. Tanya. Why? She at least liked it better than than uh, Ghostbusters 2. I mean, Ghostbusters 2 had its problems. I won't deny that. I think I even stated that it had a few it had a few issues, but they still stuck with what you know what the first film was about, really. Like I said, we'll see what happens. This uh, ended up becoming a shit show. Like I said, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they don't go down that route and keep Power Rangers the way it is. I'm hoping they, they, they keep Power Rangers the way it was because I heard that they're also going to do some darker things to it as well, too, which is, like, great. If we get things from the comic books. Yeah, like Lord Dragon. Fantastic. I would yeah, like, fantastic. You know what? You know what? Tell you the truth, I wouldn't mind seeing Jason David Frank going full evil. Yeah, that, too. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, which I'm hoping that they do. But again, we do not need any more fucking Phantom and Power as a woman. I know that's not blasphemous, but I I like men a, a lot more because it seems like with men, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I actually agree to that. So we'll see what happens. Moving on. Uh. MGM has reportedly been exploring the option to bring the upcoming James Bond movie, No Time to Die, to a streaming service for a price roughly around $600 million. Here's the thing. Uh, They really want that movie to come out already. I'm pretty sure they're chomping at the bits to release... uh, no time to die. Reportedly, MGN has allegedly lost somewhere between thirty to fifty million dollars due to delays. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait for for No Time to Die. I recently went ahead, you know, because one of the actors that died recently was uh, Sean Connery, the very yeah. first Bond, and. Uh, you know, I had recently went ahead and uh, actually bought uh, some of the bomb uh, earlier bomb movies because I only had Daniel Craig Bond yeah. and all but one of Pierce Brosnan's Bond. So I went ahead and bought those movies digitally. But would you be surprised to know that for me, uh, Sean Connery was not. He was not my first Bond. Oh. Like, I, I did not know that. Yeah, like, 
I, I think the very first movie I've seen him, I'm not joking, was Highlander. For those of you who don't know who, what Highlander is, Highlander is a series about um, about immortals. Specifically, um, Connor McCloud, played by... Um, Oh, shit. Um, Christopher Christopher Lampert, who's French. So, a Frenchman is playing a Scottish man in Highlander. That's, that's funny. And, and uh, Sean Connery, a Scottish man, is on the show playing, who plays a Spanish immortal by the name of Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. Think about that for a minute. So yeah, in the movie, Christopher um, Connor McCloud um, finds out he's immortal, gets driven from his home, and uh, Ramirez comes and trains him in the ways of, of how to be an immortal. When uh, the villain of the story, the Kurgan, played by Clancy Brown, uh, shows up, he kills Ramirez and uh, McLeod in um, decides to take Ramirez's dragon-headed katana for himself to honor his master, and uses that sword for pretty much the remainder of the series. Like Sean Connery did reprise his role again in uh, Highlander Two. Like both him and Christopher Lampert became really good friends during the during the filming. So it was sad to see uh, uh, Sean Connery, uh, you know, dying. But he wasn't a young man. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Uh, okay, Joe might be happy about this. HBO Hellraiser has Clive Barker joining as an executive producer. Oh, okay. I love the movies. I know you do. Baby, you don't even know that. I haven't even talk, really talked about Hellraiser. I'm sure it's one of your favorite movies. I mean, I, I do like Pinhead. Moving on, Jordan Peele is reportedly teaming up with Universal Pictures to produce a remake of Wes Craven's 1991 cult classic, The People Under the Stairs. You know what? I never saw that movie. Really? I never saw the I never saw the original movie of that. I thought you would have. I know. I know, but it's just one of the movies that I just kept skipping for some odd reason. I might have to go watch that now before I go watch the remake of it. Okay, you know what? I'll wait until a little later to talk about that. Uh, let's see what else. Let's see what else. Oh. So, the director for for the movie Creed 2, uh, Stephen Capel Jr., is reportedly in talks to direct a new... 
Transformers movie. Nothing from you? I didn't like the Transformers movies. I'm going to be honest. Of course the you only didn't. one that I liked, the only Transformers movie that I liked that I will give credit for, the Bumblebee movie. That's the only one that I liked. The first Transformer movies up until God knows when. Yeah, I fucking hated them. Uh, moving on. So, uh, we're getting news of... We're getting a new Predator movie. Oh, lovely. Another one. And it's going to be directed by Dan Trattenberg, who who was the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane. I saw that one. That one was actually a good movie. So far, the movie is... So far, the movie is not going to be related... To uh, 2018's The Predator. So, okay. So we're probably gonna be. So we're probably not gonna be seeing any references to that movie anytime soon. You know, if ever. So let's move on to some. Uh, uh some anime news. Uh, let's see. Um. Okay, so. Okay, I wanted to get your opinion on this one. Because it's kind of adorable. So, um, there was a, th- a 13-year-old girl by the name of uh, Sierra Watanabe. Yeah. On the Japanese variety show Night Scoop, she was able to get her dream date with a very certain famous... I, I would hazard to say a, a very famous Hollywood actor. Well, not actor. Um, franchise. All right. Now, she keeps a notebook where she draws her ideal romantic situations with a certain kaiju. Oh, God. Oh, God, it's one of these. So who do you think she went on a date with? Godzilla. Yes. Fucking Godzilla! I, I fucking knew it. Yeah, it was Godzilla. Even that, I was going to get Pacific Rim. Yes, yeah, she, she went on a date with Godzilla, or somebody dressed as Godzilla. Oh God! There's a fetish for that, and you know it. Oh my God! Moving on. Oh come on! You telling me you know that you wouldn't want to go on a date with Mothra or? Fucking King Kandora, one of them. Fuck no. The f- okay, okay. I'm going to get a suit of Mothra. I'm going to dress up as no, Mothra. No, no, no. No, you're not. God. Yeah, that'll Godzilla. No, that's not going to happen. Dante said he would even dress up as Godzilla going to date with you. No. 
okay, fine. I can you dress up as Godzilla then, and I can go on. I can go on a date with you like that. No. 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 You sure? No. Uh, yes, I'm sure. You're n- no. <laughs> you thought it was cute and adorable. Moving on. Oh, but when I want to do it, I'm just a fucking weirdo. So Premium Bandai is selling new face masks inspired by Mobile Suit Gundam. Let me get you. want to get one? I don't know. Because here's the thing, though. Each mask will have two different versions. Why not get both? So one of the masks is uh, Char. And will either be based on his Zaku, his red Zaku, or his personal mark. While the other mask would be based on the on on uh, either Garen Zabi or Garmar Zabi, and the masks are expected to ship out in February and will cost about approximately fifteen dollars. Not that bad. Let me get you want one. This isn't the first time that Gundam has done something like this, as uh, as in the Gundam Cafe in Akihabara. They were able to get face shields inspired by either Amuro or Char. I would get face shields, but the thing is, I don't like face shields. Uh, I don't know, so we'll see what happens. Oh, here's something that made me happy. Uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War will be getting a third season OVA. We'll be getting a third season as well as an OVA project. The OVA will launch in 2021. So I can't wait to see the cringiness that is Kaguya-sama. I'm surprised you haven't seen that series. Am I supposed to? It's really good. It's funny. It's really good. It's funny. What do I get out of this? My love and attention. Don't already get that as is now? Anyway... Do you not love? Do you not love me? Do you not let me give me attention now? <laughs> I know, right? It's all a lie. Uh, moving on. Uh, Netflix has announced that the Pacific Rim, the Black anime series, will come out in twenty twenty one. Yes, I've been waiting for that series to come out. I know you have. You don't know. No one knows me anymore. Good lord. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, what's another? What's another anime story to do? Oh, okay. So the opening ceremony for the Gunpla Expo Tokyo 2020 event announced that uh, the third compilation movie of Gundam, Reconquista in G compilation film, will open next summer. 
again, I never really, I never really got into Reconquista, which I'm sure would be surprising to you, Marissa. Yeah. But one that I'm actually looking forward to that they've already announced is that the uh, film for Mobile Suit Gundam Halfway's Flash will open in Japan on May 7, 2021. So hopefully it'll come out in the States soon after that. So moving on. Uh, okay, so I knew this was going to happen, but another anime convention has been canceled. Maryland's Katsukan convention has announced that they that they will cancel their twenty one event, twenty twenty one event, and will hold the convention again in twenty twenty two. Not to be outdone, Anime Los Angeles has also stated that they will. That they're canceling their 2021 event and will instead take place on, I think, the first week of January 2022 at the Long Beach Convention Center in Long Beach, California. You know, if the coronavirus isn't a thing anymore and that event still holds up, I think I might go to her. Yeah. You know, I, I've always wanted to go to Anime Los Angeles. I only had a chance to work there once. Yeah, they had me working there as security for three nights. From six from six at night to six in the morning. And they had me at, actually near in, in the pool area. Uh I saw two people doing doing things that I didn't think were kosher. Yeah. And I was even asking people around, like, hey, are they doing what I think they're doing? And people were like, uh, doesn't look kosher to me. So, yeah. <laughs> How did that make you feel? Yeah, I had to tell them to stop, and they didn't, they didn't even fight me on that one. I'm surprised. Yeah, there wasn't no, you know, you know, we're not doing anything. No, they just... They're like, okay. Uh, moving on. So, so SSSS Gridman, the anime, will premiere on Adult Swim Tanami Block starting on January 2021. It's a 12-episode anime series, and I actually did like it. It's a... Yeah. It seems to be from... Uh, the series is sort of based on the um, sort of sort of Sentai series of the same name, Denku Chojin Gridman. It's heavily inspired by that series, and and I really did like it when I first saw it. Yeah. I should review it one of these days. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. This is kind of funny. There was a man who was arrested for selling modified nude Madoka Magica figures. You have me interested now. Yeah, according to the police, the suspect's bank account indicates that he earned approximately 5.8 million yen, 
approximately $55,000 from figure sales between 2018 to 2020. Never mind. The man admitted to the charges saying, I did it to pay for living costs. Oh, God. Yep. We have that guy. Yeah. And the official Twitter account for Code Geass has announced on Friday that a new project in the Code Geass series will be unveiled on December 5th. And I cannot wait. I, I want to see some new Code Geass. Only you do. Uh... And some sad news. And uh, voice actor Kirby Morrow has passed away. Yeah, he did. He... I found out what the Ocean dub is, though, for DBZ. It's just the Canadian dub of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, he played the role Goku. of Goku in the Ocean Productions dub of Dragon Ball Z. Moroku yeah. in Inuyasha and Troa Barden in Mobile Gundam Wing, which is one. And don't forget about Cyclops in uh, X Men Evolution. Yeah, he yeah X Men Evolution, Billy Katagori in Mobile Gundam Double O. But we all know him as Miroku from Inuyasha. Yeah. Did you know that both his dub and the Japanese actor as well who voiced Miroku for the subbing? Also died last year. I did not know that. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yep, he was set to reprise his roles Morocco in the upcoming Yashihime. Yeah. He did in the first episode of Yashihime dubbed. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. It's Kind of weird though that both the Japanese and English voice actor for Miroku had passed away. I know, so I know. we'll see what happens. I think it's a curse to play a perverted monk. You think so? Maybe. I mean, you don't think that's kind of weird? Eh, maybe. That, that's a little bit ominous. And finally, uh, before we head on over to the news... News? We already did the news. I mean, not the news. Before we head on over to our first segment. um, You know, one of the things that that was announced was uh, Johnny Depp being replaced in in the Fantastic Beasts movie. Which is fucking bullshit. Let's all be honest. Yeah, seemingly by... uh, He'd be replaced by... uh, Mads Mackison. Now, Mads is a really good actor. He's, but the but here's yeah. my thing though. Here's the thing, and I think here's the thing that pissed a lot of people off, uh, especially you, Marissa, more than anyone else, is yeah. the fact that he's getting fired. But Amber Heard keeps her role in Aquaman too. But yeah, Amber Heard keeps her role despite her being the one that abused him. Yeah, and we have audio foot. We have audio to back that up. Yeah, but it does but, seem, but it does seem as though that for um, that, for, that for Johnny Depp, his career is basically, it's basically all but over. over. Now, according to Netflix, Netflix is fucking taking him. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna try and get some roles whenever he can, but it's seemingly it is seemingly over though. 
Yeah. Again, I don't know why she gets to keep her role. And she even said it. I quote on Twitter, thank you all for, you know, she was thanking everyone in the public. Thank you for being on my side. It's like, who the fuck was on your side? I don't know. Are you talking about the core system that you manipulated? Possibly. Because we all know she fucking manipulated that court system. Again, I don't know what to tell you. But it does. But it again, it seems like... Uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, why Johnny Depp's thing was so... Fucked up was that... Was that when... The allegation of abuse first came out. Everyone assumed that it was Johnny Depp. And so yeah. the media, the newspapers, everyone was saying what a horrible person Johnny Depp was. But then, when, but then people coming out. When you get, when Johnny Depp's ex-wife and his ex-fiance were like going, oh no, oh no, he would never do that because he hasn't done it to them. Yeah, if he would have done it to them, they would have, you know, they would have, they would have just said, "Yeah, he's an abuser." Yeah, when, um, yeah, when it turns out that it was Amber Heard that was abusing him, everybody was quiet. No one issued an uh, an apology, a retraction. Nobody. Oh, no. That was one of the few things because even my sister was initially believed in. In Amber Heard. But when it was Johnny Depp, my sister was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. So, I wasn't. I was still on Johnny Depp's side. I'm, I'm, listen, here's the thing. It, there's something very troubling when you believe in the woman automatically. Yeah. And I've always said this. Now, listen, in some cases. Remember? When the first allegations came out, I'm like, going, uh, there, there's something wrong. If he's not saying anything, and, but yeah, she's making all these allegations, something is fucking wrong. Yeah, and then we saw, we heard audio where, where she's like telling him, like, oh, it's no big deal for you to be hit by me. It's like, it's like, I was fucking right. I was right. She makes it sound like, oh, you know, oh, it's no big deal. You know, I'm only a 105-pound, 110-pound woman. Yeah. Like she's, trying to, like, she's trying to make it sound like, oh, oh, you didn't, oh, you didn't get, you know, oh, I didn't punch you. You were right. You didn't get knocked out. And it's like, and the fuck, bitch? And then remember the TikTok videos I showed you where he basically, his faces are bruised up by her? Yeah. No, that was fucked. That was like all sorts of levels of fucked. And no, and everyone would would like you know, and <clears> then <throat> everyone would was like going, you know, how is it that you let a woman hit you? Here's the thing called a double double standard. Men are not gonna fucking hit a woman no matter what because if they do, then they come out as the abuser. But when a woman does it, it's like. What the fuck? You know, they make fun of the man for it. I I mean, would, I I have, mean, would you come out if I... Let's just say, hypothetically, I was abusing you, like hitting you and everything. Would you come out in public and say it? Well, here's the thing. You know, um, 
it's become very normal in society for women to come out, say they were abused. Yeah. It's very hard for men to do it because we get ridiculed you, and exactly. And there's I mean, that societal expectations of well, you're the man, you're supposed to control your woman. Yeah. I mean, how would you feel? Would you come out in public and you'd be like, going, I'm being abused by my, you know, by a woman? Would you come out to say that? I, I, it would be very hard for me to say that out loud. Exactly. You know, I will say that, and it's fuck it, it, it sucks. And yet the core system, you know, they say that, oh, oh, we believe in equality, really? That's why he is known, that's why he's marked down now legally as an abuser and a wife beater, yet she is what? I still don't know as, air quotation, the victim? Yeah, it's all bullshit. Again, I, I believe there's a thing of equality, but she should have not have, want, you know, won that, won the case at all. Yeah, she manipulated everything. Yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, listen, listen. I don't believe in the man or the woman. I believe in the allegations. If there's allegations, let's investigate it. Let's take that yeah. seriously. They did investigate it. They had all the proof. You know? They were, remember, they did have all the proof. They did do the investigation. She still got away with it. You know what? I remember there was a story. Uh, thing, I, th- I think this was a real story where, where um, there was a couple. Yeah. And this w- lady, when she went fucking cr- crazy, and she wanted to paint her boyfriend or whatever as the abuser. So she purposely went to their bedroom and and like beat herself up really good. Yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that he had a camera in that room, he would yeah. Yeah, he would have been known as the abuser. Yeah. When the cops came, there she was like, "Oh, he was abusing me. He was abusing me." And he's like, "Here's the footage." Shows him the footage. Yeah. But yeah, unless, it's it's so crazy because uh, unless the you, thing is, I think what the what the number one thing was that she did because <clears throat> she got her sister, she got all her family going, going that the eye witnessed him abusing her. Yeah, but then he has audio of of, of, of her like trying to gaslight him. Yeah, it, it, it's super. It, yeah, it's a it's a very gross, clearly double standard thing. And it's super gross. It like, need, and uh, people are saying that this needs to stop. That the court needs to stop favoring women. Every, you know, every time that, that that something happens, unless there's actual proof that a man is abusing her. Yeah, and not just hearsay. Yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to mention before we head on over to our first segment? Uh, nope. That's about it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we be back, we're gonna be talking about Batman. Beyond. You're listening to What's Podcast.
Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. And, and on this segment, we're going to be talking about Batman Beyond. So the series came out back in uh, January 10th of 1991 and concluded on December 18, 2001. So the series um, recently, last year, it came out on Blu-ray, which I was able to pick up. And it has uh, Kevin Conroy reprising his role as Bruce Wayne, but it also has Will Freddy as uh, Terry McGinnis. For anyone who thinks that name might sound a little too familiar, that's because Will Freddy was in Boy Meets World. Playing, That's I, I think he plays the brother, Eric Matthews. Oh God, really? Yeah. Oh God, I can just picture it now. Yeah, Ben Savage was Eric Matthews, so Will Freddy was the older brother, Eric. Oh God, yeah, he was the one that always, you know, yelled at the. Not the principal. Was he the principal or the teacher? I can't remember. But all we yelled out Mr. Miss Feeney's name like really loudly because they were next door neighbors. Oh God, I remember him. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. Have you not seen Boy Meets World? It's been a long time since I rewatched that show. It's on Disney Plus. Hell, they even have a new series called Girl Meets World where it's all of them grown up and have kids. I know they have that. And then Raven's Home as well, too, is the same thing. So the show is a sequel to to the original uh, Batman animated series. Uh, So in the near future, after... um, after Bruce Wayne uh, becomes too ho- too old to continue living his his uh, double life as Batman, at one point even suffering a heart attack during a uh, particular mission to rescue his friend's daughter, that nearly forced him to uh, use a gun in self defense. He quits being Batman. And 20 years later, we see, uh, I think, Neil Gotham, I think is the name of the sh- If it's not futuristic, it's called Neil Gotham, which for some odd reason, Neil is not really a futuristic name. But whatever, we're just going to go with it. Yeah, so Neil Gotham, where um, where things have gotten pretty bad since Batman has retired, including a group, a new group of uh, of young thugs inspired by Joker, going around terrorizing people. Yeah. There we meet our new protagonist, Terry McGinnis, who uh, who's seemingly not like the other kids that Bruce had has taken in in that he's well like he's well I think like at least 15 16 years old yeah yeah he's 16 years old and um like he's sort of a troublemaker like he lives 
he lives with his dad, um, and he decides to break curfew one day to go meet up with his girlfriend. His father, who works at the the, the merged uh, company of Bruce called Wayne Powers, uh, finds some stunning. Uh, find some revelations with what his company is doing. But before anything can happen, he is uh, brutally murdered. Terry, who um, who, gets into so- who gets into some trouble with the Jokers, uh, runs into Bruce during a um, during a, a motorcycle chase. And uh, with Bruce's help, managed to defeat the uh, the Jokers. Terry then helps uh, Bruce back into the manor to get some medicine. There, he stumbles into the Batcave and finds Bruce's secret. When Terry returns home, he finds his father dead, seemingly by the Jokers, and moves in back with his mom and uh, younger brother. There, Terry finds the secret that got his father killed and that Wayne Powers is creating biological weapons. He shows it to Bruce, who's none too happy that his family's company is producing uh, uh, such weapons or is selling it to the highest bidder. Uh, When Bruce instructs Terry to give it to uh, the police um, Terry stopped by uh, by Mr. Powers and the data where the evidence is uh, stolen from him I believe afterwards he breaks into um, Wayne Manor and steals the uh, the, the new bat suit that um, that Bruce wore in his last mission as Batman, and tries to stop what's going on. When Bruce finds out, he gets angry, and um, and initially activates a kill switch on the bat suit to stop Terry from using it. However, after Terry pleads for Bruce to let him stop what's going on with Powers, he decides to help Terry out. And in the process, he manages to defeat the man who killed his father, Mr. Fix. However, during that little episode, um, Mr. Uh, Derek Powers exposes himself to uh, to one of the chemical agents in his um, deadly poison, causing him to mutate into a radiation-emitting entity. And uh, because of which he has to use artificial skin. Like every time you see him, he tries to use artificial skin to hide his uh, condition. After the first episode, Terry meets up with Bruce. I mean, Bruce meets up with Terry. Uh, 
and offers him a job in front of his mom. But we, but the undertone is that is that he'll allow Terry to continue working as Batman under the supervi- under the supervision of Bruce. And that's the start of the series. The first, I think. So we'll go ahead and we'll talk about our some of our favorite episodes from the first season, um, you know, one by one. Because the thing is, is that Batman Beyond doesn't have that impressive of a rogues gallery compared to Batman. The thing with Batman Beyond, I like the overall premises, but there are no memorable episodes like how the original Batman animated series was. Where we can talk about from each episode, from each season, which one was our favorite episode. This didn't have that. One, it was too short because it only got like three seasons to begin with. Yeah. And it just, this did, this series in general just didn't have my favorite episode. Like, there's nothing really memorable about each episode. It was just about the new Batman, of course, the, the new kid who's going to be Batman and basically just doing what Batman did. Well, you know what? Season but one... Without, yeah, but without the more iconic Batman villains that, you know, that we remember, of course. Right. No, of course not. But the thing is, is that uh, for me personally, season one had some very impressive uh, uh, episodes, I think. And, and I'll tell you... I tell you what, uh, right now, like for example, you had, um, like I said, I don't need the the two part episode that that yeah. uh, showcases Terry as uh, as Batman, but then you have the next episode, Blackout, where Terry uh, is introduced to his first villain of the series, Ink, and Ink, I think I th- I thought Ink was a very interesting character. Well, yeah, true. And 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 I really en- enjoyed it. Uh, the the other episode I want to talk about was uh, Meltdown. I thought Meltdown was a really good episode where we see uh, Mister Freeze that things have deteriorated to the point that even his uh, his uh, disembodied head. Is in danger of uh, being killed. Yeah. So under uh, Derek Powers' supervision, they managed to uh, bring his head back to life, give him a new body. But but things don't go very well as that body starts to overheat, and. Uh, Causing Derek Powers to sort of abandon Mr. Freeze. So Mr. Freeze decides to use his um, his last freezing suit. Yeah. To get his revenge. And it's interesting. I thought that was a very interesting episode because we see Terry trying to see that Mr. Freeze may have reformed himself. Yeah. While Bruce being the old grouchy bastard that he is at, at this time. Being... I mean, do you blame him? He's ba- Let's be honest, he's basically that old man who doesn't like kids on his lawn. 
I can picture him being that. I'm picturing him that on his off days when he's not trying to be the next Oracle or something. Right. Get off my kid! You get off my lawn! You damn kids! That, that, that Dante said that would be him when he reaches his old age. Of course. Uh, oh, what about the ne- the episode after that, Heroes, where we get to see that uh, Fantastic Four rip off here uh, set of heroes? Oh God! I remember that. It's like, what the fuck am I watching? You're watching yeah. the Fantastic Four ripoff. Oh, God. Okay, there's You're one not- memorable episode I'm going to bring up. The one where he meets the Justice League. Well, that's in later later season. Yeah. So, But for now, we'll let, let's stick to to the first season. There was nothing really memorable about the first season. I don't know. One. I mean, there was a couple episodes, like uh, Winning Edge, when Terry investigates... Like uh, illegal performance enhancing, uh, not well stimulants that are based on Bane's venom. Oh, you're talking about the steroids episode. Yeah, the steroids episode. Let's be honest, that's a PSA of not to do steroids. And his mother thinks that that, that he's the one using them. Well, exactly. Well, you know what the the memorable thing is is we find out what happened to Bane. The Bane becomes a vegetable in some old homes home, old, old folks home. Yeah, because of all the venom that he kept pumping into his system. Yeah, he got he got the performance he wanted, but at what price, man? Shit. Making his dick small. <laughs> you think so? Let's be honest. If it's anything like steroids. Yeah, your your manhood is going to be fucking shrunken. Uh, let's not forget the the uh, second appearance of Ink, where she where she makes her her second episode debut. Yeah, where she even manages to imprison uh, to um, to kidnap Terry. So Bruce has to, you know, rescue him. And uses like an an advanced exoskeleton in the process. Like that's when you know that 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 Bruce cares for Terry. Yeah. When he's willing to risk his own health to do it. Yeah. But really, you don't remember anything from season one. Not really. Not really. You know that anything that would like be like worth mentioning. Well, okay, well, well, we're moving on to season two. And the first episode, remember Splicers? Oh, God, yeah. When uh, when there's a new trend where uh, where kids are splicing themselves with... Uh, with the animal DNA. Yeah, I saw that. That was like, like, huh. The fact that we're not too far off from that already. Oh, God, you're going to be... You would be one of those people, wouldn't you? Japan has already tried to make Neko Girls an actual thing. Like, with legit cat, you know, like, with the legit cat DNA of splicing it. And I'm here going, we're not too far off from that. What would you splice? 
See, I know what you want me to say. See, you want me to say yes. See, see, the fact that you didn't immediately say no worries okay. me. Okay, here, here, here's what's gonna happen if oh, I should, if I should splice myself any way, shape, or form. If oh. I should do it, I want to at least lose the weight first, become skinny again, and then I can do the splicing. Oh my god, what animal? Take a guess. You should know this. A cat? No. Not a snake. What is my favorite animal, Louis? Come on, you should know. Dante already knows. I can see it in his fucking eyes. Oh, God, don't say it. Dante, do you want to say it? No, you don't want to say it? A wolf. Fucking of course. A fucking <laughs> That way I can hope. At least I would have the eyes. And then I have ears and then a tail. Possibly the claws. Because that would be fucking awesome. And the teeth. But, yes. yes I would splice myself with a wolf. Don't do be the one splicing himself with a fucking snake. You know what's Maybe. the... You know what's the one creepy episode in season two? Was Earth Mover. Which one was Earth Mover? That's the one where a friend of Terry finds out that her... Her father is alive and somehow has become one with the soil. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. I'm here, like, going, that wasn't really creepy. That was more like, this is, this is the typical Batman villain shit that you would see. Still, I don't know. I thought it was creepy. You think everything is creepy. Uh, let's see what what else. What's another good episode? Oh, that one episode where uh, where Terry's friend Max finds out that uh, the Terry's Batman. Well, oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember that that one. And it's like you know, well, shit. Yeah, he tells. Yeah, he tells his friend Max about that, but yeah, he doesn't tell his girlfriend. And remember that one episode, his girlfriend kept thinking that I was seeing another woman. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, it's just that she finds out on her own, like she has like a computer program all set up and shit. Yeah. And at first, she thinks that Terry is a Joker, but uh, but it turns out that he was uh, a violent Victorian student. Who gets all? Okay, this this is what I hate. So like he's all stressed out from 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 uh, from his house because his mom expects him to bring home like A plus plus pluses. Yeah. And like when he doesn't get the top spot, and all, it becomes you know number become you know, comes in at second place. His mom is not too happy about it. And I'm over here like, oh, wow. If he, if he didn't become a joker, he probably would be on, he probably would have been on drugs or some shit. Like, he probably would have sent himself to an early grave just to please that stupid bitch. Yeah. But let's see, what's another good episode? Um, 
Oh my god. Here's one episode I thought was funny. Terry's friend dates a robot. That that whole the title of that episode tells that, you everything. That was like the episode of Futurama. Remember where where uh, Fry ended up dating a robot, who, a robot who he made to look like Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. Oh my god. That's basically what I got. I'm like, oh god, recycle Futurama. Well, let's be honest. That's what everybody is hoping for: is the sex robots. I thought we already had sex robots. No, but like sex robots in in that kind of shape and form, like being able to move and and oh, look yeah. like a real person. And how would you feel if I got myself a sex robot? Oh my god! I what's it gonna look like? Possibly a sexy anime character or a video game character. I haven't really decided yet since there's so many men in games and anime that I fucking would jump their dick if anything. Finally, I'm a simp for them just to put it that way. <laughs> you know what's funny? You would get a sex robot to look like a Gundam for you to have sex with? Fuck no. Okay, fine then. Fine then. Who, you know, who would you make a sex robot look like then? First of all, I wouldn't even get a sex robot, you freak. That's a fuck. <laughs> it. I'm. Listen, I told you once, and I'll and I'll tell you a thousand times. If I'm ever gonna get a robot, robot, it's gonna look like a fucking butler, and it's gonna answer the door every time I'm too fucking lazy to get up and answer the fucking door. Nothing sexual. Look, Nothing sexual. Is the robot going to look like Sebastian from Black Butler, handsome and attractive? You you, you, you you, go and you stay in the corner. I don't have a corner. Oh, God. Let's see what else. Uh, another. Oh. Oh, the egg baby. I actually like that one. We never had to take home a home an egg because I was in that kind of class, that parenting. But I forgot the name of the actual class. Like it was like home mech or something like that. Something some like kind that. of there was some kind of class. Anyways, I was in that class back in high school. We didn't have the egg. We actually had to take home a realistic robot baby that felt like an actual baby. Which are fucking heavy. I didn't think something so so small felt heavy, of course. With an actual carrier. And let me tell you, that thing is on a fucking timer. When that thing goes off, it doesn't stop until you figure out what is wrong. So, of course, it, it was my... Of course, I had to take it home for, you know, because it is half of your grade. When they mean half of your grade, they fucking mean it. So, uh, so you flunked? Yeah. No, actually, I passed. Oh, I though. actually got up at 3... Wait, wait, it cried at 3 a.m. on a school night, and I had to go and pick it up and feed it. I think you need to change it, too. I can't remember. But yeah, I had to do all that shit. You have to actually do do that do that thing like an actual baby. It I was, wish we had an egg. That thing would have been quiet all the time. It was at this point that Marissa figured out she does not want to be a mother. 
one kid accidentally dropped their baby. <laughs> and guess what happened? It cried and then it shuts off. Good lord. It's like, wait, like, the, the student, she did not, she only had this baby until, until, like, until, like, they were, like, sent out. She dropped it, but tried to put it in the carrier. It cried and it showed off and she got an F. I'm, like, going, Okay. wow, wow, you just gave birth that you dropped it. So, so the two episodes that I want to mention at the end of this season two was uh zeta the one where 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 terry meets a uh an assassination robot that doesn't want to assassinate anymore and it actually becomes the uh, backdoor pilot to uh to a spin-off show called the zeta project where it's all about this assassination robot becoming friends with a human and and uh, trying to escape the uh, a government agency from tracking it. So, so I don't know. Ah. Uh. Are you okay over there, <laughs> Marissa sent me something on. Send me a picture, and I'm, and I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> I sent it to Dante as well. I think Dante's getting down to my shit at this point. On, if anyone is curious about what I said, I will set it up on Twitter and my Instagram, <laughs> possibly on the other <laughs> pages. <laughs> Uh, how would you feel if, if if our turkey dinner came out like that, though? Take a look at what I sent you. We watched Cancer Thanksgiving, said CDC. Scientist who looks especially like a turkey. <laughs> yeah? Did Let's you ever... be honest, people are not going to cancel their Thanksgiving. Okay, but, but moving on to the show, did you ever see the Zeta Project? Yes, I did see that one. Oh, okay. So did I, but I I never saw it ever again. Why did you not see it ever again? I don't know. It just never came up. Like, I only saw it the one time in my childhood. And uh, season two, and this is one of my favorite episodes, is Ace in the Hole. Where, uh, well, the thing is, is that Bruce has a has a dog named Ace. Oh, where basically Ace get you know we find out about his backstory. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one kind of. Where he was raised as a as a fight as, dog. Yeah. But he manages to um to escape and meets up with Bruce who uh, takes him in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a good episode. And the third episode, you know what? It wasn't, again, it wasn't too good. Like, I think, like, the only, ep- like, there's a few episodes I did like. Or, like, for example, Out of the Past, that was kind of creepy. Where uh, Talia shows up 
and offers Bruce use a ch- use of the Lazarus pits. Oh yeah. So oh when, yeah, where Bruce used the Lazarus pits because the fact he finds out that he wants to be young again, semi. But then, but then he um, he realizes that it's unnatural. Yeah, I just like it how Talium will racial ghoul you. Rachel go tie him the same body fucking you know how you know well, how well, like, well, well Bruce like finds out it. Well Bruce finds out that uh, that Talia had sacrificed her body to allow Rache to inhabit it. Yeah. I just like I just find it funny though that she had to correct Terry on it. And um Well what's even fucked up was that uh was was the fact that Rage had kissed Bruce. Did that make him bi? Gay? I don't I know. Think, I, I think they'd rather not talk about it. It makes me wonder now. Oh my god. And then yeah, like the and then there was that two part episode as you mentioned where Terry meets the new Justice League. Yeah. Uh, like uh like Superman has him um wants Batman to investigate a possible traitor. But then it turns out to be Superman. Yeah. Because uh an alien has has uh taken control of Superman and seemingly takes control of the rest of the Justice League. Yeah. But Terry Bruce's help manages to um Save the day. It gets an honor and becomes uh, a semi-member of the Justice League. Similar, similar to uh, to Bruce in the uh, Justice League show, where Bruce yeah. is also a semi-member of the league. <clears throat> and yeah, pretty much that's that's it as far as memorable episodes go. But then we also get uh, a uh, a straight to DVD movie of uh, Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. Technically, it was that, but they also had it on like uh, at the time on what was it, Channel Five when they had WB? Yeah, WB Kids, where they also played on there too for a special. Uh, I guess for the ending of Batman Beyond, I forgot what the fuck it was, but they had it on TV as well too. It was a straight to TV slash DVD release. Yeah, like um, so it brings Mark Hamill back as the Joker, which I love. And in this series, um, yeah, Joker. Yeah, the Joker seemingly comes back from uh, beyond the grave, as confirmed by Bruce, and is uh, terrorizing Gotham. And uh, we find out a horrible story where um, where Tim Drake, the second Robin, uh, gets kidnapped and brainwashed and reconditioned as... Joker Jr. and in the process spills the beans 
to Joker about who a Batman really is. And it's such a fucked up thing that happens to him. Yeah. Basically brainwashed him. They either brainwashed him or beat him to the fact until he was like that. Out of the way, he's still fucked up. Yeah, and when Bruce, when it looks like Bruce is finally tired of Joker's shit and is willing to kill him, like Tim beats him to the punch by shooting that gun at Joker. Well, like Joker seemingly dies, and then like even uh, Harley Quinn gets like a Disney esque death as well as she falls into a pit into a pit. Yeah, that's the Disney death. That's the Disney death. Let's Usually. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it happened in Snow White, remember? Maleficent and uh, it happened in Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. Every other type of Disney Disney movie. Well, well, the thing is, is that Joker is is having his uh his uh has control of a of a group of jokers to to steal a bunch of um, devices that put them all together can create like a super weapon. And at one point, Joker even attacks the uh, the Batcave with Bruce in it, giving Bruce that uh, that uh, Joker venom. Yeah. Eventually, it turns out that uh, Joker isn't really alive. He's, but he uses a, uh, some kind of technology to put his uh, his persona in a little chip and put it in Tim, so that as Tim as an adult is physically transformed into the Joker. And with Tim's. Uh, Mine as a um, as an engineer creates a um, a signal powerful enough to uh, so that a government satellite super weapon can come and destroy shit. Right. Right. Eventually, Terry with Bruce somewhat recovered uh, confronts the Joker and uh, even fights him with. Terry even going as far as the psychoanalyzing uh, Joker, which is, I kind of like that part. Yeah. Where Terry's all like, oh, you know, oh, I think the reason you just came back was because you, you just wanted to see Batman laugh. But guess what? Batman doesn't have, you know, a sense of humor. Yeah. But Terry does. Yeah, like I like how, uh, like, like what's like Joker tries to fight Terry, similar to how he fights against Batman, until Terry realizes, oh wait a minute, I'm different. Yeah, let me Terry fight. Has the emotion unlike what Bruce does. Terry, you know, he only lost his father. Yeah, but at the same time, he still, you know, he still acts like a kid. He still lives his life as. Uh, as, as, as an actual teenager. Well, you know what? Uh, I was listening to a, to uh, an episode of Chaos Theater 
it's yeah. a, which was a, a an old podcast where they talk where they talk about Batman Beyond, and they I think they said it best that this was a uh, this was like Spider Man if Spider Man was Batman. Yeah. And you sit back and you think about it, and you're like, "Well, wait a minute that that actually kind of does make sense because it's because think about it. What's another superhero who tries to balance his life between going to school and being a regular teenager and saving saving the town? Spider Man. That's Spider Man. That's Spider Man in a nutshell. You know, the only difference is is that. Uh, is that Spider-Man doesn't have a grouchy old man in his ear telling him what to do. Yeah. But Terry does. In the end, Terry manages to uh, defeat Joker and bring back uh, Tim Drake back to his senses. And when they're at the hospital, uh, Bruce begins the um, the process of uh, of healing the wounds left behind by the Joker. But I did like that little uh, segment where, like, those two Joker twin girls. Oh yeah, I like them. Are set are released from prison. Yeah, and and, and their grandmother is Harley Quinn. Yeah, like like it's Nana Harley. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah, the fact that she doesn't want them to be, you know, hanging around, hanging around with a joke or anything. <laughs> like, I, I don't blame her. Yeah, when she's like telling the girls, like, like, oh, for. Like, oh, you, you rotten little scamps. I still going to make a good home for you. And this is the thing, say again. Break a grandmother's heart. I hope they throw the book at you. It's like, I, I don't blame her. Joker is a fucking asshole. Yeah. But anyway, so what would you give Batman Beyond as a rating? As a rating, I am going to be kind to it because it, it was a good series. It just, as a kid, I was never interested in the Batman Beyond series. I was more interested in the original Batman. So when this came out, it, it was just too new for me, the issue. I loved it. I, I it, When it first came out, I was hooked, line, and sinker. Watching it as an adult, I can see why it was good, but at the same time, just for me, just, just I'm just here like going, I still like, I, I still like the older Batman stuff. I like the animation, though. I like the fact there's that more gothic, grittier type of series, which I do like. So, I am going to be, be nice to it for what it is, four and a half kid Batmans out of five. Okay, and I will give this for the series. I think I'll give it um, four and a half. Teenage Batman out of five. And what would you give the movie? The movie itself, I do like how the movie was. I I always have a soft spot for the Joker and Mark Hamill voicing the Joker. So this one gets. 
Five out of five old Harleys. I'll give this one... Um... Four and a half uh not my bad man <laughs> out of five. Alright, anything else you want to say before we move on to our second segment? Uh nope. Okay. We're gonna take a quick break and when we be back, we're gonna be talking about Seishu Sentai Ginga Man. You're listening to the Woodsman Podcast. Welcome back, and on this segment, we're going to be talking about Seishu Sentai Ginga Man. And uh, this was the... uh, So so Seishu Sentai Ginga Man, translating into English as Star Beast Squadron, Galaxy Man is the 22nd Super Sentai series. It came out... Um, originally came out on February 22nd, 1998 and concluded on February 14, 
1999. It ran for... 50 episodes and had two movies. I didn't know I had movies. Well, it's usually the um, the the verses. Like instead of have instead of uh, an episode, an episode crossover like we did in like how we had it in Power Rangers. Yeah, they actually had movies where they would cross over with the other Sentai series. Like you would have, for example, Mega Man versus Ginga Man. Oh. Ah, I, I did not know that. Like I'm pretty sure that was the name of that one of those of those movies. I think so. I I don't know. I know I did see a uh, one of I think it was a Sentai series. It was a Sentai movie because I remember seeing it where it was one of the Sentai. It was a Sentai with all the uh, different. Gens of Power Rangers, and they're meeting up with Common Rider. Yeah, like, I, I, I guess there is some kind of time traveling, like a monster was ending up messing up the universe, some shit like that. I don't, rem- I don't know what it was because there are no subtitles, and I came across it on the Common uh, Rider website. I'm like, going, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, so like the two movies was Century Sentai King of Man versus Mega Ranger and then the uh subsequent series of Kyokyo Sentai Gogo Five versus King of Man. Yeah, there was one for the comic writers. I'm like going, What the shit am I looking at? What are those movies? I don't know what to tell you, but it, it's just them crossing I over. I can't find them anymore. But anyway, I don't know where to look. I don't know where to watch their movies now. But anyway, so so it does have a Power Rangers counterpart in Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. For people who could remember it from, uh, I think last year when we did that episode. Yeah. So. So, uh, 3,000 years ago, uh, a group of pirates called the Balma, the Balpin Space Pirates had invaded Earth. And that a group of five star beasts, as well as the first Ginga men, warriors of Ginga Forest, fought and defeated the, the pirates using a mythical power called Earth. Like, each King of Man has their own Earth. Like, for example, um, the right King of Man uses a, like a fire-based Earth. King of Green, I think, uses uh, a wind-based Earth. King of Blue uses um, an ocean-based Earth. King of Yellow uses electricity-based Earth. And King of Pink uses uh, like a flower sh- Power Earth. Yeah. So eventually, the first Ginga men cloaked their forest within boundaries and then passed on the duties of Ginga warriors through the generations. With the new warriors being chosen uh, of Hayuga, Hayate, 
Goki, Hikaru, and Saya as the 133rd generation of Star Beast Warriors. However, uh, it's during this when Bonbon uh, resurfaced and battled the new Gingaman. Man. Well, like, for pretty much almost the whole series, uh, Balpin... Is that the them going, uh, having to leave, you know, having to leave their area, their forage area, and live, try to, you know, fit in with basically how the humans live, I guess you can say in a way, and then fighting monsters. Well, what happened was that, uh, was it the Ginga Forest, uh, uh, turned uh, turned to stone, except for our main heroes, and then just like in uh, Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, well, obviously this came out first, so Power Rangers copied it. Yeah. Uh, Hayuga has a, a younger brother named Ryoma, and Hayuga uh, fell into a crevice, seemingly dying, and Ryuma taking over as Ginga Red. Um so so throughout the whole series Balbin um is on this sort of uh well w- what the thing is is that for anybody who knows uh who watched uh, the later episodes of Lost Galaxy remember when they went to the uh, to the Lost Galaxy and they meet up with Captain Mutiny well he he was actually based on the main boss for Gingaman, uh, Captain Sahab, who is trying to uh, to create, uh, who's trying to awaken his um, his demon beast, Dytanex, as Dytanex is the one where the, where the castle is on top of what looks to, like a dinosaur. Like a dinosaur-based monster. Yeah. And and yeah, but and for now it's like Dytanex is only uh, is like imprisoned in stone. Uh, let's see. So, like with Zahab wanting to um, using Dytanex to go ahead, to to eat planets, pretty much. So, so typically, like I said, uh, tip in typical fashion, uh, Captain Zahab chooses a. Um, A different monster to act as his uh, field commander, and the, and the field commander then chooses his own legion of monsters to go after. So they have, so there's a bunch of different gangs within this pirate crew. Yeah. That that tries to win favor to uh, to defeat Gingaman. So like um So and like I say it's like typical monster of the week where uh, where 
where a monster shows up, battles the Giga Man, and the Giga Man defeat it. Yeah. And and like I said, it's but and 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 each episode sometimes focuses on a specific uh, Giga Man, but it's really interesting to see some of the differences between the Giga Man and their American counterparts because I. For this episode, I went ahead and rewatched Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, sort of a compare and contrast sort of thing, and it was sort of interesting to see um, how different both series can be. Obviously, the biggest one being the fact that Lost Galaxy was still a space show. Yeah, they had something to do with space and everything. This, this was not space related. Not really, no. And once again, we've had a. Uh, an interesting dynamic in where the Yellow Ranger is once again played by a boy in the in the Japanese version, whereas in the American version it's it's a it's a girl. Yeah. Or or the fact that the Gingham men themselves, their Japanese, their American counterparts act different from the American. For example, Ginga Blue Goki is such a. He's such a. Um, how do I say this? He he's a very nice guy. <laughs> That's yeah. Like, I, I got I was happy for him where he got with the uh, teacher. Oh, is she the teacher? Yeah, I, I like that. I, I don't like him personally as a character just because of the fact of how overly sensitive he is. Like I don't like men who are like that overly sensitive because that's fucking ridiculous, of course. Right. But yeah. But yeah, no, I, I was happy that you know that he got with the teacher. Yeah, it's in complete. I, I'm like, like, oh, he he deserves it. Yeah, it's in complete contrast to uh, his American counterpart Kai, who who's who was very serious, was very you know, wasn't overly sympathetic, wasn't overly um, not sympathetic, but wasn't overly sensitive like Goki was. Yeah. Or like how Hakaru and Saya act like brother and sister. Yeah. To the point they would often fight against one another. So yeah, like so yeah, the um their main base of operations was at this horse club. Where where uh where they even get a a tree that pretty much acts as their mentor, Wisdom Tree Moak. And it came complete with a fairy named Boku, who always ends his sentence in his name. I know. Well, because it, it's like quirky little, you know, each time they had like a little mascot. I don't know if you noticed it in an anime. Like, you know where they had like the cute little animals? It usually appeared like in, uh, like in Magical Girls animation, most likely. Depending on what it is, Sailor Moon doesn't count, but depending on what it is, yeah, at the end, they each of the little little animals do end it with their name. I don't know what it is. I, I don't understand, you know, Japan's culture of what that is, but yeah, they do that a lot. So that was they're trying to do for this character, which I'm here going, he's cute. Eventually, I, I, want, a, I want a toy of him. Eventually, we get the... Uh, 
the sixth ally in the form of the Black Knight Bull Black. And at first, we think, well, Ryoma thinks that it's his brother. Yeah. Until uh, Bull Black uh, shows off a fighting style only unique to him. And then we get that whole arc where uh, where both the uh, Balbin and the Ginga Man are trying to get the the Ginga lights, which, again, in Power Rangers was the lights of Orion. Yeah. With the Balbin wanting to use the uh, the Ginga lights to revive Ditanex, but eventually it goes over to um, to uh, the Ginga Man. Unlike uh, Bull Black's American counterpart of the Magna Defender, Bull Black's Black's uh, backstory was. Uh, it was his brother that was his little his younger brother that was killed by the uh, Balbin. Whereas in the American version, uh, that was his son. Remember? Yeah, I'm here like going. That is such a different thing. Like it doesn't surprise me. As long as we be for as long as we've been doing the Power Rangers and Sentai reviews, there. I'm going to put it this way. Power Rangers is its own story than what the Sentai is. Sentai did their own thing, and Power Rangers did their own thing. But but it's but it's super interesting to see how sometimes both series will, will do the exact same thing. Like, for example... But it, yeah, but make it opposite, kind of, than what the Japanese do. But then, but like I said, there's... But, but, it ta- but, you know, like I said, the American Power Rangers takes a lot of cue from... Sometimes they take a lot of cues from the Sentai version. For example, Bull Black. Uh, we find out that Bull Black is using um, Hayuga's body, and yeah. so when Bull Black uh, sacrifices himself, Hayuga is released. And then, just like with um, in Power Rangers, uh, Leo's brother. I'm blanking on his name at the moment. Uh, Mike. Becomes the new Magna Defender. So yeah. too, Hayuga becomes the new uh, Black Knight. And serves as sort of the sixth uh, Ginga Man. Even though he's not a Ginga Man. He is, but he isn't. But yeah. he is. Also, did you ever get the feeling that uh, Saya had a little crush on Hayuga? She did. It, it's not just a feeling. When, uh, when that... Okay, remember the episode... Where that one girl, that one schoolgirl, got possessed yeah. by the monster, and basically, basically, she was like trying to write, get him off somewhere else, even though she's being possessed. Yeah, you can clearly tell that she did not like that girl hanging on to him like that. No, 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 she didn't. That'd be me if I got jealous. Let's say you know, a girl was hanging on to you, and I didn't like that because usually I do that with you. Yeah, it's basically, the, it's the same thing. No, no, no. You would get jealous for two seconds before realizing that you have Dante. Oh my God! Really? Yes. You're gonna go to that level? Yes, yes, I will. Anyway, well, if someone did that with Dante, I get jealous too. Let's just say I'm very stingy with my men. So yeah, there, there's that. Yeah, eventually there there's some troubles within the Balbin 
pirates themselves because the thing is is that uh, is um you know we have Captain Sahab, we have Steer Women Shalinda and his generals were uh, Gun Boss Sambash, Sword General Budo, Spectral Empress Ilias, and Destruction King Battleboss. Well the the thing is is that uh that Captain Sahab also has a um like a mentor, like a scholarly mentor in uh Barrowed Scholar Bukarates. And Bukarates is yeah. uh I think he's the uncle of Ilias. So he tries to get Ilias's into like that high of a position. However, when Ilias uh is destroyed and Sahab uses this opportunity to use his Ilias's life force to revive uh Dytanex, it does it rubs Bukarates the wrong way. And the fact that Bukarates is the one that discovered that uh Dytanex because he's been sealed and 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 everything else has actually begun to rot or rot away, like it's no longer the invincible devil demon beast um, that he once was. But before he could do anything else, uh, Sahab pretty much kicks him out of the clubhouse, forcing Bukarates to. Uh, Kate take control of the heavy star beast Goltoros and holds him as hostage for uh Hayuga to cooperate with him in finding a way to dis- to kill Sahab, even to the point of forcing uh Hayuga to cut ties with his brother and the other Ginga man and even drinking something to take away his earth so that he can wield a an axe powerful enough to, to kill Sahab. We even get uh, a, an introduction later in the series of the Dark Merchant Bazilla, who was the uh, Japanese counterpart to um, shit. What's his fucking name from uh, from Power Rangers? It was. Um, I know who you're thinking of. I can't remember the name. Oh, Deviat. But but unlike unlike you know unlike Deviat, who's like a schemer and is always trying to, you know, the dark merchant Bazilla is sort of like, like he's always following whatever Badabus says. Yeah. Eventually, they do manage to awaken the the demon beast. But as I said before, because it's it's kind of rotting away and everything, the other Gingham men were able to kill Dytanex, but not before. But before killing Dytanex, Dytanex like sends a piece of itself to Earth, and uh, and then we get a, a new Earth demon beast. Let's see what was his name. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Earth. Well, it, it, they just call it the Earth Demon Beast. And so for the rest of the rest of the season, is is the uh, Balbin trying to uh, get the Earth Demon Beast under control and to uh, pretty much release him 
you know, make him grow big. Because the ball pit have a special, I don't know what you call it, a special uh, drink that can make him grow, but but the, at the expense of of a half life. Isn't that what we already thought of? Like, I, like they always explained it. It's like you you didn't have to explain it. Yeah, that was from the first Sentai series of Zoo Rangers. Yeah, that was the one we thing. We kind of already figured it out. Yeah, that was the one thing I didn't like. I didn't like um, that they explained it. How almost every episode, for whatever reason, they always had to explain, oh, King of Man is a title passed on every fucking episode. Or I know it. It's like, well, we know that. We know what, you know, each time that they grew larger all throughout all the Sentai series and Power Rangers series, we know, hey, that's the end of their lifespan. After this, they're no more. What do you think? Well, we got the big giant battles of the, of the, you know, of the things and everything. I did like, um, how at the, um, towards the end, uh, Bukarati's. Sacrifices himself so that Hayuga could win, yeah. could 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 escape and be able to kill Sahab. And you know what? I kind of did like him as a character. I, I kind of gave me a little sense of joy every time I saw him do his little walk. Why does it remind you of you? Oh, shut the fuck! Oh my god, shut up. I do not walk like Bukarati's. Well. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. You left yourself you open for that You could not. One. You couldn't help yourself, could you? You just. You gave me an opening. You tell me from, you know, you tell me all the way from where you live. From where you live in California, you couldn't sense it coming your way. Oh my god, moving on. So So eventually the Ginga men were able to defeat the Earth Demon Beast and Zahab manages to uh, fight off against the Ginga Man one on one, but not before uh Ryuma uh with the help of Hayuga managed to use both their Earths because Hayuga, even though he drank that thing to take away his earth power, still has earth power. Which is like, okay, if it was supposed to take away your earth power, how the fuck did you get it back? I don't know, man. Do you know what? We're going to do what the Simpsons did for the Halloween special. If you cannot explain, if there's something in there that can't be explained, a wizard did it. Oh my god. Let's be honest, that is really going to be my new thing from now on with something in a movie or in a series that can't be explained. A wizard did it. Anyway, so they managed to kill Sahab. And uh, the forest comes back. And everything is, uh, everything is good again. You know what? Like I said, I really did enjoy this series. And like I said, after watching um, Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, like I, like I said on the last episode, I understand why they continued that space theme because that's what made Power Rangers in space so successful, and they didn't want to, you know, be you know lose people. Yeah. 
so they wanted to keep well, that theme going. Because for some reason, the 90s, I don't understand what the fuck was wrong with this in the 90s, but why was everything space-related? I have no I, idea. But the like, thing- did, did, did everyone think by the time, you know, we came into, like, late 2000, we were going to be living on the moon or in a spacecraft somewhere? Maybe. I'm sorry, but what the fuck happened to all their dreams? What happened to you know? What happened to living on the on the moon? Uh, a wizard did it. A wizard. <laughs> you need to stop. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, like I said, like um, like I said, I did like the pirate themed of it. I thought it would be stu- you know, because I, I thought. I, Okay, here's the thing with me. Okay. I love the steampunkish space pirate type theme. I don't know why. It's a unique thing. Like, even... I even like fancy movies and stories about that kind of thing because the fact it just brings out that steampunkish feeling and the fact that they added space pirates. Fucking, I grew up watching space pirate stuff for crying out loud. Like, I love Star. That's space pirates. And I just, I, I don't know. There's just something about pirates that I fucking love. Probably because of the fact there is no rules for them and they can do wherever, wherever the fuck they want to do. Which I am surprised we have not reviewed the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. That's because I never watched any of them. How did you not watch any of them? I just... You didn't watch, watch at least the first three movies. Oh, for fuck. And, Anything after that, it's a hit and miss. Right. No, I get you. Um, but I, like I said, I really did like this series, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good. Um, how did you oh, like I the foot soldiers? Talk, I never got to talk about my favorite characters from the series. Okay, what's your favorite character from the series? My favorite villain so far is I don't know, I forgot his name, or, yeah, I don't even know his name. It was the one monster that was the samurai that ended up where they thought he was a traitor. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's, I uh, liked him because it's I, liked, sword, I liked how he summoned his monsters. Sword General Budo. Yeah. Yeah, where he's yeah, like, like, yeah, where he's like all straight being a samurai and being the way of the Bushido. Yeah, I loved him. He was like my favorite one because I, I love the fact how he summoned his own little army of monsters of course and his fights were fucking amazing my favorite Power Rangers was the Green Ranger and the Yellow Ranger oh um yeah Hayate because I and like Lightning Hayate yeah. and, and uh, Hikaru yeah Green Ranger for obvious reason very attractive man Yellow Ranger Fucking lightning. And I didn't like the fact he had that boyish attitude. Yeah, it kind of made him a little annoying after a while, but I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. The Green Ranger, obviously, he's handsome. Fucking, he has a wife and everything, and can play the flute. He can play a fucking flute! If that doesn't make him a graceful anime, main anime character, because let's be honest, he'd be that handsome anime character if he was in an anime. Mm, sure. There you go. I'm like going, I, I'm in love. I know you're in love. Um, <laughs> I do like Hayuga. 
And uh, mm. we all Goki, know who Dante's favorite character was in the Sentai series. Goki would be a little bit. Um, let me guess, Shalinda. Was that your name? Yeah, the the woman. Yeah, the one, the the the, the sword woman. The one that was in the bikini type outfit. Yes, her. Yeah, her. Yeah, Dante only liked her because well, you could see everything. I'm like, well, that's every. That, I've noticed that's every female villain in the Sentai series. I'm like, going, is that supposed to be like fan service? Why is there always a sexy lady and nothing but lingerie? Or what could be considered lingerie? I mean, I'm trying to remember if there was one in Mega Ranger. Oh, well. Yeah, there was. I mean, I know there was there one, one in, in Mega Ranger. I know there was one in Car Ranger. Oh yeah, yeah, Mega Ranger. Yeah, there there was one. Because each time, each time Dante pops in, whenever you tell me, "Hey, we gotta review the Sentai here," he looks over. Is that a is that a woman in a bikini? Yes, it's a woman in a fucking bikini. Well, we'll see. Oh man, I think there's one, two, and Go Go Five. Oh God, we. <laughs> Is that the one after this one? Yes, yes it is. Oh, God. You see what you do? But it's not my fault. <laughs> it isn't. But I, I just want to know what it, like, is it just a thing at this point on to where, to where we're expected to see a sexy Asian lady in a bikini? Or it, is this some kind of like a fetish for the I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't you wonder that? I, at this point, a wizard did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for the plot. This isn't a part. Well, I guess you are watching it for the plot. Which are her tits. Oh my god! I'm just. Sh- I, you know what? Late. You know what? I was half expecting her to be like an old girlfriend of Hikaru's. I was expecting that too, but it's like no, no. She just, she's just there. No, she just doesn't like him for whatever reason. No explanation and she's just given. There for, and she's just there for whatever reason. I'm like, like, okay. So if she's just there, is she just like a toy to him? Who knows? Who knows? That's what I like to think. So the series is actually available on... Uh, VRV. D- on VRV. Yeah, you get to see all 50 episodes on VRV. If you have uh, a, either a subscription to VRV or a subscription to Crunchyroll. And if not, uh, if not it, it, it is on Tubi. You can watch every single Sentai series on Tubi except for Kamen Rider. And you can also purchase it, like I did, uh, on DVD for about uh, $43. I thought it was 24 Oh, never mind. I keep thinking that it's lower in price. It's not that bad for pricing, in all honesty. No, I mean, think about it. It's 50 episodes is, what, about a buck? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's not too bad. But anyway, so what? So how would what would you give this series as a rating? It, as a rating, since I love this series a lot, I did like this one a lot more because this one did have me, you know, get stuck with it and glue onto it. I like the other ones, like Zoo Rangers. 
Car Ranger by Precursor. I forgot which one I didn't like. It was the one after Zoo Rangers, the one that I didn't like. Oh, uh, Die Ranger? Yeah, Die Ranger. That one I just couldn't get into. It was harder for me to sit there and watch it. Yeah, because we did Jew Ranger, Die yeah. Ranger. What about Kaku Ranger, Ninja Sentai? I like that one. Oh, Ranger. It was okay. It, yeah, because it was okay. It was just, it was hard for, like I said, it, it, it's... It's either going to go either or way because there's going to be some that I don't like and there's going to be some that I do like. And okay. go with the premises. Uh, the ninja one I actually did like. It was like, oh God, I could talk about it. It was more like, I will watch it if there's nothing else on. Right. Car Rangers I just liked because it was a fucking comedy. And Mega Ranger? Mega Ranger I actually did like a lot. This one I actually did like too. So out of this, I give this one five, five out of five bikini ladies. And Dante raving up his hair, raving his hands because I said bikini lady. Of course he did. He likes his bikini women. God, I'm jealous, though. If only I could lose the weight, and then I could dress, and then I could cosplay as some of those women. Don't be jealous. I, I'm not jealous. I envy them. There's a difference. Anyway. Yeah, I'll give this one... Four and a half... Pirate booties. <laughs> Out of five. <laughs> yeah, so the next Sentai series we're going to be talking about would be... Um, uh, would be uh, GoGo5. And actually... That's moving, next year. Moving forward, yeah, next year. Moving forward, we'll, we'll be... Doing comparing contrasting with with the Sentai and the Power Rangers series. So the next ep- so the next time we talk about GoGo Five, we'll also be talking about its American counterpart, Lightspeed Rescue. I never saw Lightspeed Rescue Rangers. Well, now you have an opportunity to. Yeah. But anyway, uh, anything else you want to? Uh, you want to uh, mention before we get off uh, the show? Uh, no, that's about it. Okay, so where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at, on Twitter at Marissa Mars Realme, uh, 65 You can find me on Instagram at UrfaMarsRealme. Uh, Facebook, Sketches, Anime, Manga, Pop Culture Corner, or Anime Velvet on Facebook as well, too. Alright, we're going to be taking a... Uh, Two-week hiatus. Because holidays are coming up. Please forgive us for celebrating the holidays. Well, celebrating the holidays in a limited manner. Yeah. No, we're not going out fucking partying and visiting. No, I'm going to be, of course, being with my mother. Of course, we're all safe. I'm just going to be over there for like a few hours and then that's it. We're not fucking going around and having a party. Yeah, I'm also... 
yeah, I'm also going to be visiting my mother and uh, joining her for uh, for Thanksgiving dinner for for a while before going to work. Yes, and please, it's the holidays. Just because it is, we're still in a pandemic, so please be safe. Unlike the fucking people, what you did on Halloween. The reason we're on lockdown again because of those assholes. You know who you are. Yeah. So, so for this holiday season, for this up, for this Thanksgiving, just be safe. And and don't do anything stupid. Yeah, don't do anything stupid. Like drinking and driving, because that's going to be a, that's going to be another issue this year. Remember. Yep. So, anyway, next episode, we're going to be talking about the last Fox movie about the mutants. That's right. We're going to be talking about new mutants that came out early this year. Or earlier this year. Where can I watch that at? I have it on Vudu. I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah, so that'll be it. That'll be our only review for for uh, for the next episode. Thank you all for listening. I hope to do this again real soon. Later. Bye, Z.